It wasn't as easy as footfalls behind him. No, someone was following him. But someone was very, very good at it. You couldn't be the son of a master thief if you didn't grow a sixth sense. Panic shimmered through his body. Tiny hammers hitting glass. He could shatter, he felt in a moment, and he gulped air, trying to calm himself. The guy waited to turn corners until March did. As March crossed a canal and started down the other side, he stayed as close as he could between the boats and the parked cars on the side of the canal. With water to amplify the echoes, March heard the footsteps clearly. He walked faster. The pace behind him increased. Police? He didn't think so. He still didn't know where he was, but that didn't matter now. He had to lose whoever it was before he headed to the apartment. But why was someone following him? It didn't make sense, unless he was imagining it. He knew he wasn't. Down one more block, around a corner, loop back, and cross the canal again. Still the footsteps followed. He turned a corner around an apartment building and stopped to peer around it. Across the misty water, a figure strolled along the brick pathway. March couldn't see a face underneath the black cap, hands in pockets of a loose raincoat. Just a person, out for a late night walk, coming home from a party. The figure followed the curve of the canal and disappeared around a bend. March waited another minute, suddenly nervous about moving. Which direction should he head? Then he heard the footsteps again, tapping along the brick pathway. This time his pursuer was on his side of the canal. Panic was now a frantic drumbeat inside him. He pushed off the building and sprinted down the side of the canal. March dodged in between cars parked at the edge of the canal and slid into one of the boats tied up alongside. He edged under a tarp that had been tossed next to the cabin. The footsteps continued toward him, down the side of the canal where he had just been. Tap, tap, tap. The person stopped near the boat. He held his breath. Long seconds passed. March's fingers shook as he held the tarp over his head. All sound left the world. The lapping of the water against the hull of the boat. The faint sound of a tram rattling down a street blocks away. His own skittering pulse. He heard nothing now as he strained to hear something. A rustle of a coat. The tapping of the footsteps heading away. Instead he heard, faintly, the sound of whistling. A tune March didn't recognize, something eerie that caught on moonlight and curled along the mist. One long note, one short, then a simple melody. The person stopped whistling abruptly. If March had moved, the person would have heard the rustle. Was that the reason for the abrupt stop? To trap him into revealing himself? A quiet footfall, heading closer. The person was standing right next to the boat. The whistling began again. Two long notes, then the melody. March raised the edge of the tarp a tiny fraction. The person was pulling on black leather gloves. Why? It wasn't cold. No fingerprints. He jerked in terror, kicking something that clanged softly. The whistling stopped. A light turned on in the cabin below him. He felt, through the wood of the deck, two feet hitting the floor. Someone called out in Dutch, something angry. The door flew open and a man came out on deck, shirtless and barefoot. He tripped over the tarp and kicked it in frustration. His bare foot met March's leg. 
With a roar, he threw the tarp back. March bolted. He had time to register the flash of anger and surprise on the burly man's face, creased with sleep. He felt rather than saw his pursuer standing still and watchful on the pavement. He jumped on a deck chair, then onto the roof of the cabin, leaped onto the bow, then onto the stern of the next boat. Scrambled up on the cabin, vaulted down into the open boat in front, and with a combination of leap and stumble and scramble, his heart bursting, ran from boat to boat until he was able to leap up to the railing of the bridge, pull himself up and onto it, and look back. The man on the boat stood bare-chested and furious, shaking a fist and shouting in Dutch. A light came on in a house to his left. The hem of a raincoat flapped as his pursuer hurried around a corner and disappeared.